Hi, my name's Brian. And my name is Susanna. And your name's Jay. <laughs> you never told me to say my name. And this is the Unmatched Podcast. Podcast about love, relationships, and how to not get unmatched. You didn't fuck that one up this week. So no, it's amazing. That's really good. Welcome to the Unmatched Podcast. Uh, this week, we have our first ever guest on the podcast. Woo! Um, he is uh, actor, singer, all-round legend, just so happens to be my best friend, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. James Egan. Thank you. Thank you. You're very Thanks. welcome. Thanks, man. Um, James is currently on tour uh, around the UK and Ireland with The Commitments, um, one of the most feel-good musicals I think you can actually do or go and see. I went to see it again last night. I've seen it three times now on this tour, and you're absolutely killing it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Thanks very much. It's very enjoyable. It is very enjoyable. So you want to quickly tell the people, if they don't know what The Commitments is, uh, the Commitments is uh, about a group of working class people in uh, the middle of the 80s in Dublin, um, in a fictional place called Barrytown, which is a realistic place really, mm-hmm. in yeah. Dublin. It was a film in the 90s um, about this group of people that come together and start uh, a soul band, um, which is music that is really untouched around that time in Ireland. And um, yeah, they get really, really good. And then... Stuff happens because people are human. Yeah. And it all goes to shit. Yes. And it is just such an enjoyable show. I brought yeah. someone last night who'd never seen it before, didn't know anything about it. And when we came out, she was like, that was absolutely incredible. Like, it is so much fun. It is on tour. Um, yeah, it is on tour around the UK and Ireland uh, for the next six, seven months. Yeah, till July. Uh, till July. So Loads of time to see it. Loads of time. It is in Dublin. Um, it's starting February and I will be home for one of the biggest sessions of my life um, when we get home. So Jay, you're very welcome. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Um, Thanks for you're having You're not me. a real choice because you're staying with me. This yeah, week. yeah. I'm <laughs> literally staying in that room there. I so I keep yeah. talking at you until, <laughs> until you came on. Um, this is a podcast about love and life and you have experienced both I have uh, experienced love and life thanks wow. Brian uh, no I am in a incredibly loving relationship right now um, with my girlfriend and we now nearly have a one year old son uh, wow. named Frankie not Brian um, not Brian no no we, wow. we, we know why we didn't we call you Brian yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah the next one little Frankie uh, he's one and we're very, very happy. Well, I am. Yeah. I, I, I assume she is. Yeah. 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 So that's where I am in life at the minute. <laughs> she's actually got, she's waiting on Zoom to yeah. come in. Like, actually, <laughs> and here yeah. she is. Actually, <laughs> I just have a few things I want to talk to you about. <laughs> I'd like to clarify these couple of things. I am actually not happy. Yeah. <laughs> no, we assume she is. She hasn't said it. She hasn't said it. No, she hasn't said it. Yeah. Um, so you are in love right now. And I think one of the things that we want on this podcast is to get people talking about love because it is something that people don't necessarily talk about very often. People are like, oh, I love you to their friends. I mean, yeah. I say I love you to you all the time. Um, but like actually talking about a romantic love yeah, isn't something we ever really kind of open up about. You, you've never really said to me like, oh, I love this thing that, uh, that, that Sarah does. Maybe the odd yeah. time, but not in, in that kind of way. So what, I suppose it is a very generic question, but like, what is love to you in a in a relationship? Um, the thing I always noticed uh, from the start, from from when I got with Sarah, is that it it 
it was different to everything else. I, I mean, I think back to when I was younger and I've been in a few relationships and I, I think I was in love with them, mm. like when I was younger and stuff like that. I, I don't think it wasn't love, but when I met Sarah, th- there was just something. I, I couldn't put my finger on it. I don't know what it was, but I couldn't not try to get with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I had my years as a young lad having a great time. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we did. We did. We did have not a together, great, not great time. Not together, not in that way. Like. And I, I never, the girls that I was with over that time, I never felt like... Grant, yeah, this is, I want to stop doing this. Yeah. I don't I, I want to stop being single. I I was always even if I was in a kind of relationship or a half relationship, it was like, God, no, I don't want this. I want to get back to, to going out with my mates and, and 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 going out and meeting girls and meeting different people and blah 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 blah, going on holidays, etc. But when I met Sarah it was like oh yeah, like I wanna meet new people but n- no more romantically. It's not going to get better than the way I feel about her. So what was different comparing to the other relationships you had? I I don't, I honestly don't know. I think like she's the most amazing person in the world. Like she's incredible. She's so emotionally intelligent and, and caring and kind. And I I don't know. It's not that I'd never seen that in, in anyone else, but it was just something that like, I felt like I, I, I needed just horror as a whole thing I was like I can't not be with this girl mm-hmm. and when we were getting together I, I, was, I was trying to get with her it, it, I, was, I wasn't like oh, please please get with me please don't don't leave me on my own no it has to be you it wasn't like that it was a, a, an actual like a real care like I don't want to mess this up I don't want you to like feel like I'm going too far or I'm not doing enough and I was worrying about it constantly but I just I I just wanted it so bad because she just made me feel so good and made me want to be better. And do you think she felt the same way when she met you? When she met me, yeah. When we we first met as friends, um, and there was definitely a little spark, but I was uh, a bit of an Egypt, and. Which is a very Irish term. For oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, we have an international audience. <laughs> see, Some of us were born behind, behind the Iron the Curtain. curtain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, no I do. I feel for you. I do. Yes, yes. Um, but Again, uh, cannot stress enough how that's not true. <laughs> sure, yeah, go on. It is true. So when, when we met, uh, we joined, we met in this uh, variety group that performed um, shows every year, um, an amateur variety group that actually means a lot to her. And I came back I had done it years ago when I was younger and I came back and I seen her and I kind of, I heard of her a few times because she was friends of friends but it was I met her properly and we clicked immediately and then kind of time went on and we were flirting and stuff like that and I was kind of seeing somebody else and we had a little kiss and then I was like and panicked and like kind of didn't talk for a while and then she was like right see you later you are done don't ever ever come near me again and I was just like I knew I messed up and I was like I'm I'm, listen I'm I'll I'll be your friend and I'm sorry and went on for a while but then I, I couldn't stop I was like I can't this person is amazing like she's so incredible I can't and then I realized how a such an awful place that I was in 
as a person myself and there was only kind of like starting to come around going what am I doing where am I in my life I'm not I'm going out all the time and 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 not talking to people and, and not telling people how I'm actually feeling and stuff like that and then I was about to I knew I was going to break up with the girl before because I, I was just like I can't do this anymore it was there was a whole load of things kind yeah of, you weren't happy it, well, I wasn't happy she wasn't happy it wasn't good and I, knew it wasn't good. and I went to Sarah and I said listen I know I messed up I'm so 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 sorry Um, but if because we had started to become friends again so she was like alright yeah we can be friends you're alright but that's it and I was like if say I was single would you be up for going on a date and she was like I'm actually seeing someone else sorry and I was like oh wow. but I was like great <laughs> <laughs> cool um, but she was like oh, listen we'll see how it goes and she kept me like there the whole time but I think she knew what she was going to do she was we, we couldn't stop what it was yeah. we couldn't keep away from each other it just it, it was just like so magnetic and I I hate all that cliche stuff about oh you're like when you see a person and but it was like you, you're on the right podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't stop it I couldn't like stop talking to her I couldn't stop wondering if she was okay and and yeah and then she was like listen I'm seeing somebody else and I was like right I have to be the best version of myself now so I completely calmed down I started looking after myself I like um, had good chats with like my family and stuff like that being like listen I'm a bit sad and stuff like that and got into a much better place so that a couple of months later um, yeah we went out we went to see friends in a show and we were all sitting having a drink and we were like, oh, will we go to Coppers? Coppers is a wonderful place in Ireland. It's like a wonderful nightclub. It's uh, like the Swan in London, yes. but like in its most pure form. Great. You need to translate all these things to yeah. me. It's like Sorry. London yeah, yeah, terms. Yeah, really it's like the Swan. Like the yeah. Swan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Swan, but at its purest form. And yeah, and we had a little kiss. And then she was like, you were going home and I'm going home. And I was like, that's okay. Um, and she was like, but text me. And then we organized a date. Went on a date and and I mean that was it. Yeah. Like it was we knew she said she says it and I say it as well from after that date it was like, Oh, this is it now. Yeah. It's gonna be us. Like it, we we never we didn't say we were in a relationship until about a month or two later, but uh yeah, we just knew. I, she says it and I, I say it all the time. I just I was like, Oh, this is this is what happiness is supposed to be. This is the way you're supposed to feel in a relationship. Every other relationship I've been in before, and I've been in some pretty horrible relationships, didn't feel, even when I thought I was happy, didn't feel like this. I never felt so relaxed. I never felt so I could be myself so much. Like it was, it was, it was amazing. And it's still amazing. Yeah. Even uh, nearly five years now, it still feels exactly the same. I still feel, I still look at her every day. And I'm like, how are you? Like I'm being, I'm on tour now. And she's been at home for the past six months with a six-month to one-year-old looking after him every day. And I only get home kind of once every two weeks when I go home for Christmas and stuff. But she's been, like, getting up with him and, and looking after him without a shred of... And constantly supporting me the whole time. Mm. Like, constantly. Yeah, and it was. I mean, it was... I mean, I think this is one of the times where, obviously, 
you're my best mate. So having a guest on who I know so so well, it obviously was extremely difficult for. Her. I remember meeting up with going to see you in Dublin there a few weeks before, and I was like, you're excited for tour, and Sarah was just like, we're not talking about it yet. And <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, that's fair enough. But I think to to go back a little bit. I do remember you, you came over to watch a match in my flat in Dublin, and I remember you saying to me that day, you were like, oh, I think I'm going to break up um, with your ex, because you just, I remember you just had, and you were just mm. like, I just really wasn't happy, but like, there's this girl, and you're like, I just, I've never really felt like this before, and you're like, I need, and, and you said to me, like, I need to really work on myself for the next few, next while. I was like, cool. And it, you know, it, it, not that toxic masculinity doesn't exist but mm. we've had a very very close relationship for yeah. such a long time that there's nothing really off the table you know yeah. we've, we've cried we've been around each other at really low moments um, but one of the things you said to me and I actually think I mentioned this to you randomly last week um, Zoz was you I remember I think we went for a pint and you had just kind of started seeing Sarah and you said to me that when I was starting out with my ex I would bring her to loads of different places and you said you never understood why. Yeah. And then you started going out with Sarah and suddenly you were like, oh, because this is what I'm supposed to feel like. Yeah. Whereas in your previous, as you said in your previous yeah. relationships, you really did think, oh, well, this is great. But yeah. then actually when you reached that level, you were like, this is what, there's the first cough. <laughs> first cough of the episode. Yeah, but that's, that's exactly what it was. It was that feeling of, because before I, with anybody else, I just, I was like, I know, like, you have your girlfriend and then you go out with your mates. Like, mm. you go and have fun and crack with the lads. You don't you don't mix that, you know what I mean? You don't bring them two together. Um, and then I got with Sarah and I was like, look at this. I was like, look at this girl. I cannot believe that I'm with this person. Look how amazing she is. Mm. Uh, look how attractive she is and, and incredible. And I wanted her to meet all my friends so that we could immediately become integrated and then I didn't have to feel like, oh, no... Like, I, I can't go out that day because I, I have to stay at home or I'm going out with... Now, obviously, <laughs> there's times where we go out together on our own, but, like, I'm great mates with her mates, she's great mates with my mates. Yeah. And we're very comfortable with each other's friends as well, which is just, like... It was unheard of before before I was with Sarah, which sounds ludicrous to me now, but it's a combination of me being in a, in a terrible place and, and looking at her and going, what are you doing? Why are you bringing a girl out with the lads? Come on. It's just stupid. Like, but I, I, then I met Sarah and like we were out for a drink and I was like, do you want to come down and meet her? Like, let's go now. Like, she's down at a friend's party down there. Let's let's go down. and. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, that was good. Yeah. And I was like, this is Sarah. This is me. Hey, how are you doing? And, that, and then they were great friends as well. I think that's it. Like you, you say, like the, um, you know, you're really good friends with her friends, she's really good. Like, Sarah has been a great counsellor to me over the last <laughs> kind of like, you know, 18 months or so and like offered me advice and she sort of sent me books at one point she's being like, I read this, but that's read it. it. But that's the thing about her and that's why I love it. She's like, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not tough and I can be, I'm, I'm kind of open a lot but sometimes I can just kind of like go inside myself and be like, oh, I'm getting anxious now. I don't want to think about this. I don't want to deal with this. And she's like, no, 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 no. This is not how we deal with things. And she's so emotionally intelligent. Like, she's just able to just go, she knows that there's something wrong straight away and will drag it out of me in a good way. And then, 
but she's so open she's able to sit here and say like if we're having a, a disagreement or anything she'll say I feel like this and this is why I feel like this and I feel like this because you didn't do this or you did this or whatever and she's just so so in touch with her, herself and how she feels and everything and it made me be like that with her mm. and it's yeah oh, she's the best so those moments where because I mean this is a, a podcast about you know love and relationships and all sorts and we haven't quite done an episode yet on, on long term relationships I think it's somewhere in, it's in the pipeline but those moments where things do get difficult you know mm. we, we've all been in long term relationships and, and it's it's not always rosy Absolutely you know not, no. everything's brilliant and I always yeah. like you, you you hear like older people who've been married for like you know 20-30 years and they're asked you know oh, how how do you make it that far and it's like you know you just just have to so what, what would you say when you know someone asks that cliche it's, question how do you how do you get through those moments it's full open communication like literally saying I feel like this I, I don't agree with you doing that because and then the other person saying well I don't agree with that and sometimes you might not come to a like oh well I'm sorry I agree with you or I'm sorry I agree with you sometimes it's well I think I'm right and I think I'm right yeah. well that's okay we're adults two, two things can be right at the exact same time especially when it comes down to emotions and and the way you're feeling and situations but that's okay that's all right i think you're wrong and you think i'm wrong and that's all right that's okay you might get, be a little bit salty for a couple of hours but then when i guess the end of the night it's like i'm sorry we were it's not i'm sorry i was wrong it's i'm sorry that it came out that way and i'm sorry it came out that way are we okay so it very much aligns with the ethos of this podcast that communication is the most important thing. I cannot stress it enough. There's there is nothing that we don't say to each other, and it, it like with, with the long distance. Obviously, the start was 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 to give an example. It it was it was tough. Like I had left. I was in a different country, and she was at home with it with a young baby. And then when the shows kind of started, and I I'd be over here, and I'd go out. And she'd be sitting at home going, I'm sitting at home with a baby. And I'd be like, I know that. I would give anything to be back there. And she was like, I know that. But you're not and you're there. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, but I start work at like 6 o'clock in the evening. And I go till 10 o'clock. And then, you know, if I don't stay out and chat to everybody, then I'm at home in someone's bedroom yeah. till 12 o'clock at night sitting there going, I wish I was at home. And she was like, okay, but... I'm sit- I am sitting at home and I don't want to be sitting at home and I was like okay that makes sense but, but so let's figure out a way to do this so I'll make sure that there is most of the week that we make a time where we have one zoom day um, or even where we sit and we watch something because that's something that we do a lot we watch television shows and stuff when I'm home so we make sure that we set a time twice a week that I, I just come home and chat to her or we sit and we watch something and I was like okay that's that's great that's solution made yeah. because there's so many other times and I'm sure you've been in the situation yourself where you're just like oh I don't want to say that because I don't want them to feel bad about it and then inside in you it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and you're like how dare they and then you start resenting them and then you start hating them and then it's too late the damage is done it's gone the 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 if you if you lose that communication you let it build up in yourself and that it's 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 all the damage is already done. You're not getting back from that. That's how you're sitting here with two single people. You're that. <laughs> <laughs> but that 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 was me before. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was there was plenty of, I I was in two relationships where I was, I was really 
pretty badly abused, like physically and emotionally. And I left it, so I regret now leaving it so long. Even though I, I think I, I loved those two, I, I regret leaving it so long, not going, you're hurting me here. Like you're really, really damaging me here. And I left, and there's, those are times that I'm not going to get back. And I'm okay with that. I t- it's who I am now. Yeah. Come uh, peace with that. But if I had just said, listen, I don't know, they would have probably got way over the top and defensive, and I would have snapped out of that thing completely. And I would have went, what am I doing here? And ended it earlier. You know what I mean? Yeah. So from the very start, me and Sarah have been completely open about everything when you're feeling sad or angry that it's something you did or something you didn't do as I said um, it's usually me <laughs> but uh, like sometimes you know what I mean she does I can't even think of anything yeah that's always she's the worst she's too perfect yeah he's damn it yeah she does some things that annoy um, mm, you no, know that thing she does yeah well like it, it, life has changed so much for us over the past I was about to ask obviously since by the time this comes out, Frankie will have turned one. Yeah, um, yeah. So, how has having a kid changed the dynamics of the relationship? Obviously, with you being away, it has obviously been difficult. Well, but I mean, in the relationship in in we always said know, from the start that we're James and Sarah first. Yeah. Then we're James, Sarah, and Frankie. You know what I mean? It's it's we we were James and Sarah before Frankie came along. That doesn't mean that we're like hold on we're trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, can you stop crying please? please stop crying we're trying to like you know it's a case of don't lose that yeah because we've seen so many of our, our friends just like become this they get into this little bubble with their little baby and I can understand why that happens because the the love that comes with, with having a baby not just for the for the baby but for each other yeah it's it's a whole other different spectrum of of feelings towards somebody that I, I, I couldn't even possibly explain but it's we we always said let's make sure we we keep ourselves you know what i mean and and um luckily we've very supportive families that were that felt that way as well and they're always kind of on hand to go no you two need to spend some time together now even yeah. if it's a, two hours to go out and get a coffee and sit down and have a breath and go this is hard <laughs> you know what i mean because it is uh and then come back and be refreshed and be ready like um everything changes of course it does you're you're up all night you're up early in the morning um like the, the way you do things the way you plan for things has to change the whole your whole life changes yeah. but it it's 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 incredible like it's it's it d- doesn't matter that you miss that thing you know what i mean because you know you'll get the big important things but you don't stress about it so much you feel like no, this is what I have, and look at look how lucky we are to have this. Um, but then there's times where it's the middle of the night, and he's screaming, and you're looking at each other. <laughs> and we had this, uh, we had this thing just called whatever is said at night is forgotten about the next morning. That's very because there be times when, when me or and she's done as well. Actually, this is something that's yeah. he'd be screaming, and she or me would be sitting there asleep and I'd be like what are you doing like how could you possibly be asleep like and not forgetting that obviously they've been up all day with the baby or whatever reason just didn't wake up which is completely fine 
things you'd say to each other and think about each other at those hours and then you wake up the next morning and you're nearly apologising for stuff you didn't even say because <laughs> you're like I'm sorry I thought about that yeah. you know what I mean and we laugh about it then the next day going it's just this this like because it, it builds and builds and you're like oh my god but um, everything's then worth it again the next day yeah when he, he smiles or does a wave or does something different that he hadn't done the next he just had his first Christmas yeah and as you said, you did a lot of stuff that was kind of just for you and Sarah. Oh God, almost, yeah, you can but... see from all the pictures, we're more excited than he. Like he's he's not even one. No concept of what's going he on. He hasn't a clue. He can barely see shapes and colors. Like <laughs> you know what I mean. He's only started been able to see like ten feet away from him. And we we're like, I was like doing like talcum powder uh, for Santi, like as if he's walking in with snow on his shoes and all. And he, he, just, he doesn't know. <laughs> he just saw the lights on the tree and was like, <laughs> you know what I mean, like and. Yeah, but that was that's for us to look back in those photos and and know like this is a time when I was on tour and how hard it was. And yeah, we had the, we were blessed to have this month. This doesn't happen when you're an actor to have that amount of time off in the middle of a of a nine ten month job. So we had that time and and we did everything we possibly could. Santa experiences, going to see Santa himself. Um, Santa being yeah. what Dublin people call Father Christmas. Santa, Santa Claus. I figured. Yeah, Santa, yeah, you kind of get it. Yeah. Um, you can put two yeah, together and just <laughs> just things that were just that we just wanted to do as a family, Christmas markets and so. And there, it was it was amazing, it was incredible. Yeah, yeah. we we usually go out for pints on Christmas Eve. Um, in if you're not Irish, going for like a pint on Christmas Eve is like a, a, a very old tradition. And this was the first one since yeah. you had Frankie. And it, I texted you actually Christmas Day, and I was like, "How was your first one?" And you were like. Different, yeah. amazing, yeah. but but different. It's just different. And I think that's, that's a, a new set. And that's in my life. A, yeah, that's it. It's just a different part of my life now. And but I would be in a different part of my life, whether he was here or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a new stage of life. Like. Yeah. So you're painting this beautiful picture of you know fulfilled love and everything, mm. but you're sitting here with two single people. So let's just back to go back to the beginning. How do you know that this is the right person for you? And how do you kind of change your mindset from, okay, I'm dating to, mm. okay, I'm now trying to look for someone to settle or you're not making that decision yeah. at all or it just happens by accident? It, it, I, I'm not sure it happened by accident. It just, I just, I wanted to prove to her that I, I was actually a good person. You know what I mean? That I am worth getting with because I, I knew deep down I was a good person. You know, I told myself for a long time I wasn't. I knew, no, there is, I am a good person and I just need to get there so that she sees that and then we can be together. So it was and more it, about the person rather than you making a decision that, okay, now I want to settle down. Yeah. Oh, 100. I wasn't ready at all. Like, I, I even up to two, three years ago, I was like, well, oh no, we're in the prime of our relationship. Let's go on holidays. Let's go, uh, let's do all the things that we know. And obviously COVID hit and things changed, but... It was when COVID started disappearing away that I just, just something clicked in me and I was like, we knew we wanted to, to, to have a family, um, but it just something in me, I was like, I, I think I want to have a kid. And I was like, where, where did that come from? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. I started, because I used to, we used to hear, uh, we used to joke like, We'd go on holidays and uh, you'd see a, a kid screaming or something and be like, oh, there's another year added on now that we won't be having a child. Like, I think we were up to like 55 at some stage. <laughs> and then 
something just changed and I started seeing things and being like oh that's cute and I was like oh, that was weird and then I was like oh and then I said it to her kind of in passing I was like I think I'm I think I'm starting to get broody um, and she was like I am as well and I was like what and we were like Ugh! and then <laughs> forgot about it for a while and then I was just like no I think I want this and I said it to her and she was like yeah me too and then we did it like but from the start even it was just I don't know what it was like I can't I can't actually explain why Sarah and why well I can she's uh, to me she's perfect she's amazing like you know what I mean there's nobody better suited to me than her I needed her and I feel now like she needed me as well which is amazing um but I, I, can't, I can't explain it I don't know what what switch happened because it wasn't just I'm happy to be in a relationship and and for the rest of my life with this person it was like oh no I need to be better I need to be the best version of myself because she's incredible I can't be what I am right now mm. this broken overweight nightmare <laughs> you know what I mean I was like I have to be better I she needs to want me and, and know me as a good person and yeah she make me want to be a better man. <laughs> no, I actually think I, I, that is a very interesting point because that was kind of what I was going to come on to next was you were saying I needed her. You know, she yeah. she has made you. I don't want to say made you better, but like you oh, definitely yeah. learned so much from her. She's learned a lot from you. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that I noticed was you were talking about the emotional intelligence that Sarah has. Not that you don't, mm. you lack it, but there was a point in the summer of 2021 where you would come to stay with me and you would notice some things about about me and the position that I was in and then I was at home for a wedding and we went for dinner when I was that week I was home and I remember being out for dinner and you were like are you okay and I was it, it was the first time anyone had really and I wasn't I really wasn't but it was the first time anyone had actually kind of been able to ask me like are you okay and I Denied it, die. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Everything's great. But you were like, are, are you sure? Like, I noticed these things. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine. And then obviously it all came crashing down like a month later. But having that awareness, you, is that something that... Because obviously you rubbed off on one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's why you've got a kid now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what... Uh, what, what What's some stuff that do you think you picked up from Sarah? I'm, I'm saying emotional yeah. intelligence. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And just, um, I mean, just how to, oh, it's hard to, to put into words. Like that, like noticing that in you, you know what I mean? And I think that just comes from me being content in life. Because if that had happened a couple of years ago, imagine we were both in that situation God. at the same time oh you know God. luckily our, our depression came at different yeah yeah, yeah. So. we've been able to we've yeah. actually been quite secure in ourselves bad things um yeah it was, it's it's being content with that other person makes you be able to care for everybody else as well yeah it, there, there's not there's not a certain amount of love that sarah takes up it's that she makes the the bar bigger Yes, you know what I mean. The the love bar towards everybody else, and because I'm happy in myself, I I was able to notice that something wasn't up. Now I noticed a while ago, before that. Yeah. But oh, that night in the yeah yeah yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. There was other things happening, but it, it didn't quite get to that point. But yeah, just 
making me um more caring and more more aware of other people's um emotions and stuff like that i was so closed in on myself before that all i all i thought i cared about was like points and the lads and having a good time and um, we did and we did <laughs> and we did but it, it this was after the actual good time you know there, there was a couple of years where i was having a really good time and being young and and, and i was happy and then Breen found love and I was just kind of left like trying to I've got loads of group of friends because of what I do I meet different people all the time and I was just, I, I'd be able to go out every night of the week if I wanted to you know what I mean I, I, I'd be able to meet someone somewhere for something um, so I wasn't I did I, I, I didn't want to be on my own so I'd be going out and then yeah. blah blah blah, blah, blah. yeah and then I was just constantly striving to find more and and convince try to convince myself that I was happy and I wasn't and it was realizing caring about Sarah so much that made me kind of woke me up and and made me realize that I can care for someone else and something else and like I said then when we got together then she made me care about other things more as well you know what I mean like she forces me to talk to my family more when when things are going crazy you know what I mean because of the way her family kind of talk to each other and are quite open because of the stuff that they've been through Um. so yeah just uh, I've learned that just how to be more open towards people because if you if you care for you if you have someone that cares for you it kind of makes you go oh, maybe I am actually alright you know what I mean maybe I've got a little something about myself so I don't need to worry about myself anymore and then all of a sudden you're able to see that your friend isn't really in a great place right now or in their relationship or, or, or on their own because something's different. Amiss. Yeah. yeah. So, so we talked about... Uh, the last thing, actually, to be like... Because this is a very very deep, honest chat. Yeah. And we're really appreciative <laughs> about it. Um, what, you're obviously... You're an actor, performer. Mm. Does... Is Sarah and Frankie, are they like the inspiration now? Like you went to, I watched that it last is, night and you were just unbelievable. That is a, exactly what I do it for now. Super cliche. Super, like, super cliche. We say cliche is the truth. It's so true. It is like her and Frankie came to see me when, when I was in Hull. They came over for the week and we didn't think, we thought he might be too young and it'd be too loud. But she said, you know what, we'll bring him and see what happens. And he stayed for the whole two hours. And in the end, I looked out and saw them, and she was like holding them up, shaking them. And I was just not like, shaking them in the back, but like going, Look, we're here, like we're still here. After like, Lion King, totally. yeah, <laughs> literally, she had him up above her head. She was like, we're, we're, He's still here, and she was like, He loved it, you know what I mean. And 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 walking out on stage and quiet parts, he didn't like the talk, and they had to be music playing. And I'd walk out and sit down, and all you'd hear is dad, 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 dad. I was like, Oh no, and you could see the whole cast go. <laughs> but it, I, I, I'll never forget that moment ever. Yeah. Just looking down and seeing the two. Of it. I always feel it with Sarah when she's there. You know what I mean? Because she supports me in absolutely everything. She and me last me night, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Literally in the front row last night. Like yeah. I, at one point, too we were nearly shaking hands. Too like, close. Too close. Yeah. Um, too close. But every time I, I see Sarah, I always feel like that and 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 close friends. But seeing the two of them, that's it. That's exactly it. it I'm doing the it. It is so hard to be away from them. I can't. I can't describe how hard it is to be away from the person that 
he just feels so so comfortable with um, to be yourself and everything but then when I see that or, or when she sees me and goes you were amazing or when Frankie was there it, it's like oh no that's what I'm building I need to be here so that I can be better at my job yeah so that I'm able to either be home more or make more money to, for us to have a better life you know what I mean but I'm not gonna lose time there as well like, yeah. I, I'm very kind of on top of that I need the right balance I've seen so many people ruin it from being like no I have to work I have to work I have to make it better and so much so that they forget about it I hope I'm not I don't think I'm like that yeah but yeah I, I think I've definitely uh, I 100% say that I definitely do it for them everything everything is for them so that we can have a better life together and there's my flatmate coming in just uh, in. yeah just in. In. But, but I suppose when you go back and play in Dublin it is going to make all of that like so worth it oh, because you're going to see yeah. now it's not the end of the tour there's like you know four or five months after yeah. that but I think the, the, that'll be the, the personification of it yeah. in Dublin will be all of your friends and family there everyone um, you know and Frankie and, and Sarah and, and I'll be there and it's, that last night is going to be absolutely crazy everything absolutely you work towards and, that's and it but, uh, and, and this is only the start as well like you're going to go on and achieve even greater things that's, that's the hope you know what I mean but but it also it's still second to us being a happy family yes you know what I mean it's, it is everything I've ever dreamed of and it's so important <laughs> and it is very vital it's not that like I wouldn't be able to go and work in an office you know what I mean I, I worked a regular job during COVID and I it killed me I couldn't stand it I, I need to be doing what I'm doing yeah it's what I do but it, it, it still comes second yeah, it's yeah. still if 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 she rang me tomorrow, she never would. But if she was like, I need to come home. I'm like, I'm, I'm home. I'm coming. I'm on yeah, the yeah. way. When's the next flight? And it, you know what I mean. So yeah. would you say that love is guiding you through life now? A hundred percent. Yeah, Sarah is. <laughs> Sarah Sarah, uh, Sarah jokes that um, when I get a job come through, that it has to go to her first, and then to my agent, and then back to her. <laughs> And then we can decide whether I do it. You know what I mean. So if you think that's love, <laughs> uh, no. But yeah, through through everything, it's it, it's okay. Um, can I do this because we, me and Sarah, have something planned? Like the the end. I know I'm taking a month off after I finish. There was just no work, which is mad for an actor to say. You you don't do that. You don't take holidays. Oh my yeah. god, you don't do that. What if a job comes in? You have to take it. It's more. You have to keep working and stuff like that. But. It's always, no, I can't do that because my time with my family is dead. You know what I mean? So yeah. it is, yeah. Every Everything is kind of based around to make sure that I am being a good partner and a good um, father fully because I love them to bits. So that's a very in-depth chat we've just had. Hmm. Or we're going to continue having it. But 40 minutes of very in-depth, very mm -hmm. good stuff. So let's get to the fun stuff. Yeah. Because that obviously was fun. <laughs> Yeah, a bit more lighthearted than some of your conversations. Like a little bit more. I mean, yeah. it's nice to hear somebody actually succeeded. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's very true. Helpful. Yeah. Do I, I am kind of the winner here. Yeah, you are the real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We no, as aspire to be what you, you. are. Yeah. Good. Well, I think that's a good thing for being single anyway. The fact that you want. <laughs> that. I mean, Is we're yeah, failing. But, no, yeah, yeah, but that's that. That's not what the like. That's not the angle. You know what I mean? the fact that you want it like I remember being single and being like oh, I do not want that I do not want that lovey dovey dovey kind of stuff you were very young then like 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, but even in like kind of mid to late twenties before I met Sarah, it, it it's and I think if God forbid if something ever happened, I don't know if I'd want it again. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that you the fact that you want love and love from a person, you know what I mean. Well, I think when you have when you when you do reach a level of like you have felt that loved and you have felt mm. that much love for someone and then you lose it for whatever reason it's so difficult to readjust because yeah. that becomes such a part of you and I you know I think I've said it to you before but I was like it's almost like a drug because you mm. get to share the joy with 100%. that person 100%. and that joy makes everything being able to share that joy makes it ten times more, more better yeah. you know I remember when you, when you got cast in the show which is Jim Lee's nearly three years ago now, yeah um, and I remember you texting me about it and I was just like that's incredible and I got to turn to somebody like sharing this incredible news and the next thing we went, we went for dinner and mm, drinks all yeah. the night it was just it was just so great and I think that is the thing sharing sharing joy makes joy better absolutely um, and having some enthusiasm I think that's what we we yeah, do strive for but the good. fun yeah. stuff fun stuff because being single is fun at times mm. yes. and we had some fun we did in our early to mid twenties. Yeah. Anything you want to share from that period? <laughs> <laughs> Not particularly. Not particularly. <laughs> um, well, we did have fun. We had some great, great nights out. Great stories. I was never. I was never really a person. I di- I didn't go on many dates. I I was at that time. It, Tinder was kind of the only kind of dating app. Yes. And even then, it was you didn't really organize to meet up. You kind of. It was kind of an easy way to talk to somebody that you half knew, but you didn't want to ask for their number. Yes, that's a really good way. I can have it. It wasn't way. really, you know, you might find the odd person, but usually it was someone in your college or yeah, or that that was uh, if you were on holidays, it was a lot easier. Or a friend of a friend, a friend of a friend. Yeah. It was like, oh, I know such and such. It wasn't random people, and you certainly didn't know. It might be, oh, are you going here tonight? Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, I might see you there. That's very. I don't know if that's exclusively an Irish thing, but it feels like a very Irish thing. It's yeah. Like, oh, we're going out to this place tonight. If you're around, and yeah. You're like, oh, I'm actually up in X Y Z. Cool. No, my head up there. And you're yeah. like, right. Well, I'm going up there because yeah. this girl's told me to go there. Um, I think that's kind of what it was. Whereas yeah. now, like, it is very much. Uh, yeah. You know, you've listened to the episodes, but the the I was talking about it earlier with the us that um, I kind of didn't really take into account that a point that you made that dating apps are designed to meet up with people yeah like hinge and stuff now you are it is That's designed it, right? to yeah. meet someone and go oh, yeah. for a drink whereas I was very much like a bit kind of like that old Tinder way maybe that's kind of what I need to get over it like oh well, I'm going here if you yeah. want to go out like yeah. to you like um, I'll see you there so maybe it is getting past that but yeah that was we did have some great times in we did yeah and I met and I met loads of amazing people and, yeah. and, and great people like you know what I mean? That um, that I only met for fleeting parts of my life, but were amazing. Yeah. And good, decent people. Uh, uh, better than the girlfriends that I had. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. And we've great stories to tell. I, like you in, know, in, not on this podcast. <laughs> but, like, we have great stories that you know we can share about those times, and you kind of look back and yeah, laugh and, and laugh. And uh, there was no, there was no badness. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't think I, I, I was bad or anything like that. And and I know that those people weren't bad to me and it was it was just fun it was just great and enjoying life and like I said that was there was a period where I was single and having a good time where I was happy I was happy I was very happy I wasn't not I never I never went out looking to get with someone 
I went out with my friends and if I met someone, great. But I never kind of set out, go, oh no, I need to get with a girl now. Yeah, yeah. I have to get with a girl or I want to get with a girl. It, it was like, I'm going out with my friends to enjoy myself and if I meet someone there, yeah, wonderful. Okay, so just to recap, Brienne and I, we date a lot yeah. and we have no success. You never dated. You found a love of your life. Yeah, but Something I, I, does I'm not add goods. up. I'm damaged goods too. Like, <laughs> yeah, but now you're like yeah, in I, a long-term relationship with a kid. Yeah, I know. Listen, the thing I always say about me and Sarah is so, so lucky. And I don't want this to crush your dreams. But <laughs> Great. <laughs> but it, it is. The On chances, this podcast, we're crushing dreams. of us... Like, I, I, I didn't perform or do anything for my whole life and then I did fourth year transition year which in Ireland is a year that you kind of in the middle of you're like 16 yeah you're like 16 and you you don't do all subjects you do like uh, usually a lot of people would do a show or a musical you do work experience and that kind of stuff and I did a show and I was like that was amazing why haven't I been doing this my whole life and I started doing that and then I got into a, a performing arts group and so on and so on. And I did one year in the, the group that we met in when I was younger. And they just happened to text me and go, is there any chance you're around? We're doing a show and we need um, some some male people. Um, can you say Men. that? Men. Men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I just ha- she just happened to be still there. She, like, it, 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 it is mental. Like, I don't believe in religion or... I don't really believe in fate so much, but it's... The chances of us of us being in the same place at the same time, everything had to go a certain way. Yeah. So how old were you when you met Sarah? Uh, 26, 27. Okay, it's too late for us, Brian, already. No, absolutely not. It's not, it's not. It's not at all. Like, Again, I said, I was, dreams crushed. No, I'm damaged goods. So I'm just so trying to work my way back up to you maybe... You look like you're the only person who's... No, everyone's I'm not, damaged. I know, but I'm saying that we, I... We are I, the oldest single the people on this planet. Definitely, definitely not the oldest single people. Yeah, you're definitely not. Was, my ma just found love. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but I, I think I, my, my, I was going to come on to talk about you as as your best friend because we're talking about love and one of the things you have spoken about uh, Zoe's in, a, in an episode and, and you can explain it again is the concept of having such great friends that you love that getting someone to go above that bar yeah. is yes. very hard yeah, so you, you've spoken to that before if you want to expand on it a little bit oh yeah so the concept was that it's very hard to wait two seconds I'm going to do something super unprofessional oh my watch explaining that I'm just going to get, get my phone because I want to play something so you explain that. Okay, so... So I run off and find my phone. <laughs> Where's your phone? I don't know. Okay, Brian doesn't care about the theory. I do, I've heard before. Why did you want me to explain this? Okay, anyway. So basically the theory was that it's difficult to for a new person to come into your life and give you love and you be interested in that love because there are so many people around you who already love you so much yes. and you love so much that 100%. this person would need to be really really special to yeah. be able to be that so for example i have friends that you know text me almost every day see how i am we go out a lot we kind of support each other so it takes a lot for a new person to come 100%. in and beat that yeah and it's it, like uh, it's even with family as well like uh, like me and my sisters are are really close and they're incredible people you know what i mean like and there's only a couple of years between me and my younger sister and 
we just get along so well and she's funny and, and smart and stuff like that and she, she's always been a person there that cared for me a lot and, and looked after me and the same to her and it was fair and then I had Brian like a really really close friend that I always felt comfortable with like we said nothing was ever off the table with me and Brian we were always kind of we went through everything together and all our good stories all our good times and together and I I was always like oh well, why why do I need any more like do you know what I mean I'm very yeah. fulfilled in that sense and then bang it was just like oh no yeah that's that's the thing so is the advice just to kind of wait and no okay, <laughs> okay yeah, no. no no because <laughs> you can miss your opportunity no, sitting no, no. around that's waiting. what I wanted to say that kind of to go out there but not push it not yeah. actively just trying to get with someone but just yeah. see where things I go think you, you'll feel it like it yeah. will be that ooh, there's something different there and it might not necessarily be love at first sight like, straight away and you might be like me and Sarah met a long time before we actually got oh yeah together. so how long have you been kind of friends before you we were dating? friends I think it was probably two years we had ooh. a year where we were friends and then I was an idiot And then she didn't talk to me for about seven, eight months. And then we became friends for a little bit for a while. And then we got together. But you did know from like the... I know, I did. I used to, I used to see pictures of Sarah with, like, as I said, there was, she was a friend of a friend. And I'd be like, oh my God, that girl is so hot. Oh my God, she is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, And we just never crossed, the fact that we even never crossed paths before that is madness. Like we, like one of my really good friends like constantly did shows with her and knew her really well and there was always these connections I never went back to Grangewood Point until that year where they asked me all the time but I, if I met her earlier it's hard to say because part of me is like I wish I met her earlier because I wouldn't have had to go through everything because I would have became who I became anyway Yeah. but then sometimes I'm like well what if you, what if you weren't ready you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm yeah, not you sure. The wrong time. I'm not sure I was. Mm-hmm. And I I dread to think what would have happened. Yeah. I would have ruined it. Because you do 100%. meet people you meet people all the time and, and you know and you'd be like, Oh, if we met you know, six yeah, years ago yeah. or if I met you now from like in the past, you know, look back at yeah. things and go, oh, if I met you now, but things would have but but you can never know. So no. you just enjoy the journey. Yeah, but, just enjoy and don't sit and, and wait around for it. Just actively try and but don't just sit there and go organize a date and organize a date and organize a date it, it'll it might come in any other situation so keep don't not do anything yeah okay keep doing i did so i did want to talk but i did get my phone i was just outside left outside and uh by accident but i wanted to, i did want to talk about you know you mm. as a friend um because i think you know we've spoken about it. i think having great friends around you in those moments that you need them is vitally important and there's been so many times over the last two years I would say that you have just been an absolute rock for me when I really really needed one and there was points in the past when I've you know, done the mm-hmm. same for you and, and I think it, it's so great to have someone like you in my life someone who's so high achieving has you know a great relationship and is someone that I really look up to and admire and I've seen you on stage three times now doing this almost dream role and I've cried every single time Including last night, and uh, there's actually a line last night where he's like, he's talking to the crowd, and Jay goes, uh, he goes, uh, 
I'd love to ride the lollies, especially you, and pointed at me like kind of you know as a joke. And the woman beside me went, "I think he likes you." And I was like, "Yeah, I think he does too." Um, and then I remember the first time I went to see you, I was like, I was really, really proud, and I was like tears streaming down. And this woman turned around after, and she was like, "Do you, are you okay?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, Dad, the guy playing Deco is like my best mate, and it's the first time I've seen him in this role." She was like, "Oh, he was amazing," and then that set me off again. And, and it is so great to see you do things. But I did want to tell a short, short story about. After my breakup, Jay, like so many people were there for me, but you were just like every single day checking in on me, especially you know, Sarah was like heavy pregnant mm. and you'd like check in and be like, no, things are going. And you know, when I was at home and needed like a you know, shoulder to cry on, you were the one that came over and like, you know, constantly. And <laughs> I was back in London and Jay was like, you know, download an app, like let's, let's get back out there, you know, do it. And I was like, oh, I really don't want to. I really don't want to. And he pushed me, pushed me. I was like, no, no. And then one day I was like, do you know what? I'm going to download Tinder, which was the dating app, that the only dating app that I knew from before I was single. So I said to Jay, I'm going to download Tinder. And I'm going to download Tinder and I made a profile. And, okay, here we go. Now we're going to try. I mean, it was only like six weeks after the breakup. But I was like, this is it. This is it. So I downloaded Tinder. And make a profile, like you help me curate some pictures, go, I'm gonna use this one, use this one, you know, blah, blah, blah. And put something funny and stuff. And I downloaded Tinder and I went on and Jay, the first person that came up, (laughs) the very first person that came up was my ex-girlfriend. Like, there's a, this is actually a picture I sent to Jay being like, and I just said, go fuck yourself, Tinder. And I sent a series of texts to Jay's gone. I downloaded Tinder and are you fucking kidding me? The first person, the first person I swear on my life and then a a picture of my ex on Tinder and I was like, I'm done. And this is the brilliant voice note response that I got from you. Do you remember this? No. Okay. I know this is really hard for you but that's fucking funny. (laughs) Oh, sorry, that's the end of it. Yeah, that's the end. Was it funny, funny to you, Brian? You know, genuinely, that that like I, at that point I had gone to the I hadn't reached properly rock bottom yet, but I had at that point I was just like, honestly, what can you do? like what what more do you want to do? I lift myself up the ca- off the canvas and and Jay's like, yeah, make the make the profile. It's gonna be great, and I do it, and I'm so excited. I'm like, well, I'm not excited. I'm just like, this is a moment for me. And then I I actually remember her coming up, and I was just like. It wasn't that un- improbable, um, you know. Location wise, we're close enough, uh, and like in the age range and all. And I was just like, "Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious?" And but that's the kind of friend that you need—a friend that that at points can go, "Yeah, right. Yeah. Things are terrible," and you have yeah. that a lot. And then at points, just go, "Do you know what? That's really fucking funny." Yeah, that is really funny. Um, and I I thought of that earlier <laughs> on. That that's not, if I'm going to, to encapsulate you, 
inner voice. That now. is 100% me. I'm sorry this is so hard for you and I am here for you, but that is the fucking funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. The funniest thing. Yeah. Um, and it, and it, it, do you know what? It, I still laugh about it. Yeah. That's why I have it start yeah. and I go back and listen to it every now and again. It's amazing. It's just fucking it's a, I didn't know what you were going to say. It's a great voice now. I didn't know what you were going to say. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some dodgy voice notes to you. It's going to be anything you're going to get me cancelled. Yeah. So, yeah, that was. That's pretty good. That was it. Yeah, that's good. But I mean, as I said, that kind of encapsulates. But it brings it back to, like you said, have like I'm able to to be kind of away from it because I'm not going through anything like yeah. that myself. But I I've been through hard things as well, and I I knew the feeling. If I even think about life without Sarah, I I can't even begin to imagine it. So I I, I could empathize with you yeah. without fully understanding how you were feeling. Um. I could empathise with you and, and was going through it with you the whole time. Yeah, and you had a feeling, you had a feeling like from before. Yeah. And as you said, I was happily in a position at the time to be able to go, do you know what? Um, that's great. I think we should finish this up where the cat takes a shit and ruins everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> listen, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. This was yeah. great. This was nice. This I hope was... I, 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 I was a good first guest. You were. You did exactly what we wanted to do. You okay. brought but you were just fate. talking about the start that you didn't know what you wanted to do. So No, I did. No I'm joking. You just weren't getting it. Yeah, love yeah. and life. We're gonna talk about <laughs> love and life. Talk about. And we did that. I, no, yeah. that's what we want. As you said, we want people to come on and talk about love in a way that maybe they, they wouldn't usually. Yeah. And and you you did that. We and just want to have faith in love again. Yes. And we're It's real. It works. It happens. And uh, you you'll get there. It's gonna happen. And there's cat pooping in the, the background. Yeah. In the background. But I think uh, we'll have to get Sarah on now. Um, do you mind there? <laughs> Honestly, we're trying to we're trying to create art here. <laughs> it's high end as well. Um, we'll have to get Sarah on for her side of the story where she just comes on. <laughs> She's like, he was every like, day. He says nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a nighttime recording when Frankie's screaming in the background. <laughs> And yeah. you're sleeping Yeah, yeah, real happy. Real happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm delighted. Everything's great. <laughs> Jesus, I couldn't be happier. Um, but no, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for um, having me. Thank you. It was you. great. It's to the podcast. Do you want to do the outro? What's the outro? Just we're back next week, really. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe the cat won't be shitting. I mean, he is shitting. So. He is shitting. Okay, fine. Uh, so this has been Susanna. And Brian. And thanks for listening. And see you next week. See you next week. When we're going to talk about... What? About attachment styles. Oh, attachment styles. That'll be viral laughs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We should see you next week. See you.